Okay, today's daf is Babakam and daf Membez. We got Membez and Memalf at the top, but we're going to go over again from Memalf and Bez at the bottom. Just want to announce today's shear is sponsored by Henry Orlinsky, um, as a Lazech uh, Nishmas, his mother, whose yard site was, I believe it was yesterday, but I missed the sponsorship yesterday. Rachaleya Baschayim Asher Hakohen, the Nishamishvab and Aliyah through the Zechus of our learning. And we thank Mr. Orlinsky very much for the sponsorship. So we started a series of prices yesterday. I said it's three prices, it's really four prices, four different prices that are all going to darshan, um, the, uh, the Pasuk Bal Hashar Naki, and derive different halachos from the Pasuk of Bal Hashar Naki. So uh, the, the, uh, w- today we're going to continue to learn those prices. We learned two of them so far yesterday, but we're going to go back to that second one and relearn it and the, the follow-up discussion about it. With, within the second drasha that we have, I'm sorry, within the third drasha that we, that, that we have about Balashar Naki, the Gemara is going to have four explanations of why we need Balashar Naki to teach that your pater me Dmei Vlados, that the owner of a short time is pater from Dmei Vlados, from the short gourd, a pregnant woman, from paying for the fetuses, if we already know that Ki Natu Anashim, the Pasuk says, Velo Shvarim, that you only pay for fetuses when two people are fighting, not when a short fight. So the Gemara is going to have four explanations why I would need Balashar Naki to teach that. On Amid Beis, the Gemara is going to explain why and how Rabbi Akiva uses Balashar Naki to teach that a short time doesn't pay Dmei Eved. That's going to be the fourth price. They don't even pay Dmei Eved. And then at the end of Amid Beis, the Gemara is going to discuss which payments for, for women go to the Baal and which go to the Yarship, meaning payments that women are supposed to receive. When does it go to her husband and when does it go to her Yarship? So let us begin. Let's backtrack all the way back to the two dots on Mem Aleph and Beis, about five, six lines before the end of the page, we'll go through quickly. Because this is going to come up again. So it's died a chazer. means that if a short time gores and kills a person, the owner does not have to pay a chatzi kofer. So, shouldn't it be obvious that you don't pay a chatzi kofer? Because whenever a short time pays, pays chatzi nezek, it's only paying chatzi nezek megufo, which means only up until its value. But the uh, the animal that killed somebody is going to get killed. Let the mazik, uh, the owner of the shor that was that, that killed, say you want to you want to get paid chatzi kofer from the value of my shor. Go ahead, bring my shor to Bezdin. We'll see what it's worth. It's worth nothing. It was already killed, so of course he's not going to have to pay anything. It's obvious that he won't have to pay anything. Says What do you think I meant? I was talking. Do you think when I said that we darshan balashar naki to teach that you don't have to pay chatzi kofer? That I was talking about a shor that was chayiv misa for killing? No, I was talking about a shor that killed but was not chayiv misa for killing. How can you ever have a shor that killed but was not chayiv misa for killing? Two ways. One is as follows. Maybe, yes, it killed, but we only know that it killed because an Eid Echad testified that it killed, or we only know that it killed because the Bailim himself admitted that it killed, but otherwise we would not have known it, and therefore you cannot be, you cannot give the Shor Skila based on that evidence alone, but there still would have been a Havamina that it pays Chatzikofer, that's why I need Balashar Naki. 
who asks the Gemara, but wait a second, if it's Alpi Bailim, if the way that we know that he has to pay the Chatzik Kofar is because the Bailim admitted that the Shor had killed someone, well then he won't have to pay Chatzik Kofar anyway, because that's Modabiknas. As Rashi points out, Modabiknas Potter, just like when one is Modabiknas, he's Potter from uh, the Shor getting killed, he's also Potter from the Kofar payment. Why do I need a Pasuk of Abalashar Naki to tell me? You don't pay chazi kofer. We could have also asked about the case of the Eid that of course you're putter from Chatzi Kofer when you only have Eid Echad. Why would you be Chayiv? You don't have the requisite amount of Eidus necessary to be Mechayiv anything. We're assuming that Kofer is a Kapara, and since the Baal believes that Eid Echad, he wants to achieve his Kapara, and he knows that the best way to achieve his Kapara is by paying the Kofer payment if there is any sort of Kofer payment to be paid. So that's why I need a Balashar Naki to tell me that there is no Kofar payment to be paid. So that's how that's one version of the discussion between Rabbi Elazar and Rabbi Kiva. That when Rabbi Akiva challenges, how could you say, how could there even be a Havamina of Chatzik Kofar? The, the, the Shor itself is worth nothing because it's, it's, it's dead. That Rabbi Elazar responded, no, it's Al Piedachan That's why it's not dead. Says Gemara, but there's another price so where Rabbi Elazar responds differently. Tanya Idach, Amr Lo Rabbi Amr Lo Rabbi Eliezer, Akiva Kachani Banach Shadinim B'Zashchay Misa. Do you think I'm talking about a shore that's already dead to be paying Chatzy Kofer? No, ain't Dini Ela B'Miskavin Laragas Abehema Vargas Adam. I'm talking about a shore that tried to kill another Behema and accidentally killed a human being instead. Or the Mitzri Vaharag Yisrael tried to kill a Mitzri and accidentally killed the Yisrael. Or the Nefelim Varag Ben Kayama tried to kill a Nefel and instead killed the Ben Kayama. So in those cases, the Shor is not Chayiv Skila. You don't kill the Shor in those cases. So that's where I would have thought that there's a Chati Kofer payment. And that's why I need Bala Shor Naki to tell me that there's not a Chati Kofer payment. So what's the difference in this Brisa and the previous Brisa? It's Rabbi Lazar saying the same Shita that Bala Shor Naki teaches me that you don't pay Chatzik Kofer when a Shor kills. Rabbi Akiva issuing the same challenge to that Shita. Of course you don't pay Chatzik Kofer your Shor is worthless because it's Chayef Skila but the difference is in how Rabbi Eliezer responds to that challenge. In the first price he responded to the challenge by saying no, the Shor is not Chayef Misa not Chayef Skila because it was Eid Echad or Alpi Bailim it was Alpi Odaz Bailim that we know that it killed it and the second price Rabbi Eliezer's response was no, he's not Chayef Skila the Shor is not Chayef Skila because he was Neskavin Laruk, someone that he would not have been Chayef Skila for, whether it be a Mitzri, whether it be another animal, whether it be a Nefel, and that's why the Shor is still alive. Well, hey, Amrle Beresha, which of these responses, these two responses that we have on record from these two Brysos, did Rabbi Eliezer say first? That he said the case of having kavana for the uh, for the uh, the mitzri, having kavana for the nefel, having kavana for a behema. That was the response he gave first. Meaning, the second of the two brisos is the response he gave first. Now, Rashi points out very important to understanding this kamara miskavin amr liberesha deraya gedolahi because that is the stronger raya delahai vada isrechra. For that, you would definitely need a pasuk to exempt him from chatzikofer. Avol hemis al pied echad. 
Aya Katanihi. But to say that uh, that the shark killed with only one aid, or we only know it because the Bailim was modat, do you still really need a Pasuk to tell me that you potter from Chatzik Kofer? Not really. Because like we asked on that, you know, Modu Beknas is potter anyway, so it's obvious that he's potter. And obviously when there's only one aid, he's not going to be Chayiv Chatzik Kofer. You don't have enough Eidos, you only have one aid. You need two to, to you need two aid him to take money away from someone. Even if it was a Shor Muad that had killed someone, but we only have one aid, it would be Pater. So the stronger of Rabbi Eliezer's responses was the response that he gave in the second Brisa. So that's the question. Which of these responses did he give first? Did he give the stronger response first and then say, and oh yeah, by the way, I got another response too? Or did he give the weaker response first and then think the better of it and say, wait, I have an even better way to respond to your, to your question. So says um, so, so Rav Kana had said in the name of Rava that it was the better of the two responses that he gave first, and Rav Tuvim Mishmed Rava Amar, Hamis Amar Leberesha, there was the first of the two responses that he had given first, there was Hamis Al or Al Bailim. That's the one, the weaker of the two responses that he gave first. Rav Kana Mishmed Rava Amar, Miskavin Amar Leberesha, that it was the stronger of the two responses that he gave first. Why would he then give a weaker response after he had already given the stronger response? Picture a fisherman who's going fishing and is trying to get the best fish he can get. If he gets a, a big fish, he catches a big one right away, he'll take that. But then Zutri, Shakil, if he finds after that big fish he gets more small fish to bite, he'll take those as well. So here also, even after you got a very big, uh, very big raya, you have a better raya, you'll still go ahead and take the smaller rayas. And that's why he went in that order. That no, he used the smaller raya first. He said the case of Hamis al Echad or al Bailim first. That was the weaker raya, the weaker response first. And mashal at and therefore the, the proper mashal is a fisherman, if he initially catches some small fish, he'll take it. You know why he'll take the small fish? Because he has no confidence, he has no, no guarantee, I should say, that he's going to get anything better. So he'll take whatever he can get at first. But but once he gets a better one, once he gets a bigger fish to bite, so then then Shadi Zutri He'll throw away the little fish and he'll take the big fish because the big fish is the better catch. But so over here as well, he started with a weaker raya, but once he thought of a better raya, he said, "Let me take the better raya, and I don't need the weaker the weaker response anymore." So that's the machlokas. Which of these conversations came first? But clearly, according to this second brayso, what Rabbi Eliezer is learning from Bala Sharnaki is that Naki mechati kofer v'shartan kills a person uh, that you don't have to pay. The Chati Kofer. Remember the first price I learned from Balashornaki, Lahanas Oro, that the um, that you don't you can't even get Hana'a from the uh, from the hide of the animal that had uh, that had killed. That was the first uh, Balasharnaki Drasha. Now we move on to the third Brisa that Tarshan's Balasharnaki. Tiny Yidoch, we have a third Brisa. Balasharnaki Rabbi Yossi Aglili, the Omer. This is Rabbi Yossi Aglili. The first Brisa was an anonymous Brisa. The second one is Rabbi Eliezer. Now we have Rabbi Yossi Aglili. The fourth one's going to be Rabbi Akiva, as we'll see. But the third one is Rabbi Yossi Aglili. The Rabbi Yossi Aglili Omer, Naki Mid 
Dmei Vlados, that he doesn't pay Dmei Vlados, meaning if a Shartan gored a pregnant woman and the children, the, the fetuses died, so he do, the, the owner of the Shart does not have to pay the value of the fetuses. So whereas if two people are in a fight, the Pasuk says, and, uh, and they, ex- they accidentally hit a woman and the, uh, the fetuses die, so the person who did that does have to pay for the Dmei Vlados. But the Bala Shart, if it's the Shart that did it, does not have to pay the Dmei Vlados. Similar to the Akiva, Hareyu Omer, Ki Natsu Anashim. Anashim Veloshvarim. Do I really need a drasha to tell me that the owner of the shore is not going to have to pay for Dmei Vlados? Pasuk says that when do you pay for Dmei Vlados? When it's Ki Natsu Anashim. When people fight with each other, not when Shvarim, not when oxen fight, when oxen do something. So there is no din in the Torah about Dmei Vlados when it comes to oxen. Why would I even have a Havamina? Why do I need Balashar Naki to tell me they don't pay for, for Dmei Vlados? Answer the Gemara, I mean, asks the Gemara, Shapir Kabar Kiva. How's Rabbi Yosei going to respond to that? Rabbi Kiva's got a very strong point over there that uh, that that the Vlados we would never even have a Havamina that you chayef for. So to that the Gemara says four ways Rabbi Yosei might respond. Number one, Amar Avul Bered Ravidi Isrich Salkaday the Chamina Anashim Vlo Shvarim Had Domla Anashim. I might have thought that the Drasha and the Paskis Ki Natsu Anashim that when men fight and they uh, kill the woman's fetuses they have to pay for it as opposed to oxen that are like men. In what sense does that mean as opposed to oxen that are like men? Oxen that are muadim would not have to pay for the Dmei Vlados. But Hatam, an ox that's a tam that's not at all similar to a man, I might think Mikhaev does have to pay for the Dmei Vlados. That's why I need Balashar Naki to tell me that you're Potter from Dmei Vlados. Says the Gemara, what? Wait a second. The, about, the Havamina would have been that if Ashar Muad kills the woman's Vlados, that he's Potter from Bang, and Ashar Tam that kills the Vlados is going to be Chayef from Bang? That's backwards. Ashar Muad is supposed to be Chayef for more than Ashar Tam is Chayef for. So I'm a Rav, the way Rav expresses this, Yetziva Ba'ara, Vigiyara Bishmei Shemaya, that the, uh, the citizen, the Yetziva, the citizen of the town is, is, is on the ground, and the foreigner is raised to the heavens, the foreigner is given a position of prominence, it doesn't make sense that it should, that it should work out that, like, that way. Um, so Tosos points out on the top, the Gemara is not trying to say that a tam uh, that, that that the tam should be can't be from the fact that the muad is pater because do you think that once the animal becomes a muad that's going to be pater yoser the muad pater meaning we're not trying to say that um, sorry I'm not sure what that means. No, I thought I was saying something else. That a muad should be pater not to be mechayvit more than he is in it when he's a tam. I'm not sure what that means. I'm not sure. I don't know what Tosin means. I'm sorry for uh, going there. So, uh, so what's Rav Togma when says Yetziva Ba'ara Vigiura B'Shmei Shemaya that the citizen is down here and the uh, the ger the, uh, the the is B'Shmei Shemaya? So the Svara of of, uh, of Rav Ula, which is uh, the Rav Ula Bred Ravidi, 
who explained this this idea that the Havamina would have been that the Tam would be Chayev and the Mur would be Pater is explained by Rav Moshe in Dibros Moshe in Simon Peites Ha'ara Pehei Rav Moshe in the Dibros has very very long pieces in Dibros Moshe that are very very difficult to get through but he also has smaller Ha'aros in uh, Dibros Moshe that are a little bit easier to get through so Rav Moshe explains the Svara of Rav Ula based on what he explains elsewhere in the Dibros Moshe in the first Simon Babakam that the Yisod of the Chiv of a Shartan is not that the, because of the Maisa Shor that the owner is Chayev. It's a Knas for the Bailin in not guarding the Shor properly. So it's a Chiv and the Maisa Bailin in not guarding the Shor. So even if it's a Mord, he's Pater from, from being Mashai, even if a Mord would be Pater from Demei Vlados, Rav Ulo here holds, you need an additional Pasuk Fenetam is also Pater, because the Havamina is that the Chiv would, of, of Demei Vlados is, is on the Maisa Shor, uh, I'm sorry, that the Tur from Demei Vlados by a Mord is because a Shor is Pater from Demei Vlados for its own Maisa. That we dash from the Pasuk and Nashim Velo Shvarin. That yes, for the action of man, you're chayiv for demei vlados, but not for the action of a shor. A muad, the owner is chayiv to pay because of the mice of the shor. But a tam, the, the, the owner is chayiv to pay because of his own e-shmira, his own lack of shmira. So says Rav Moshe beautifully, when you have a pasuk that says, chiyinatsu anashim, that it's dafka, but it's a maisa adam, that's, that's, that's the mechayiv that you'd have to pay. So there's a havamina to say that a muad won't have to pay because that's for the maisa shor that you would be paying. So that you'd be potter. But when uh, but, but when a tam goes where it's the maisa adam, it's the e-shmira of the adam, that there's a havamina to say that you'd be chayiv, that, that we would actually say so that's uh, one way of, uh, of, of addressing the, uh, the, 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 resp- the, the question of Rabbi Akiva on Rabbi Yossi Aglili. So again, Rabbi Akiva had asked, how can you, Rabbi Yossi Aglili, tell me that Balash Naki teaches me you don't pay Dmei Vlados? Of course you don't pay Dmei Vlados. It says Anashim, so we know Anashim Veloshvarim. So that's one answer, that the Havamina would have been that a Tam is different than a Muad. Says a second possibility, Ela Amarava Itzri. One might have thought that, yes, when men do this kind of damage, you pay, but not a shor that's like a man in the following sense. That just like Anashim uh, or Muad, so, uh, so, so too, uh, the Shvarim that are, that are, that are Muad are, are going to be Pater, and therefore Kalvachomer, that Atam is going to be Pater. So that's what Balashar Naki teaches me to tell me that a mood is actually going to be chayiv. That when it says ki natsu anashim below shvarim, it means ki natsu anashim below shvarim, not a shvarim, kalvachomer, not a shvartam, comes balashornaki and says, no, no, it's only by a tam that we say balashornaki, but if it were a muad, he'd be chayiv, tam, pater, umuad, chayiv, that the tam is going to be pater, that the, but the muad is going to be chayiv. So Amalei Abai, Abai says, well, if that's the case, Elameata, Gabe Boshes Nami Nehmahachi. Shouldn't we say the same thing when it comes to Boshes? That Anashim Veloshvarim Adomla Anashim, that it applies to men and not to oxen that are like men, that Ma Anashim Muadin Af Shvarim Muadin, that only just like men, by definition, Adam is Muad, the Olam is always a Muad, so too when the Shar is a Muad, he's going to pay for Boshes as well. The Kalvachomer that, I'm sorry, he's going to be part from Boshes. The Kalvachomer Latamin de Patiri, and therefore Kalvachomer, Shartam is part from Boshes. But then other Kazrachmanabala Sharnaki, that Tam Patrum 
Mordechayiv. Maybe we should derive from there that only a short time is part from Boshes, but a short Mord would be Chayiv in Boshes. So maybe that same drasha that you're trying to suggest that Kinatsu Anashim Velo Shvarim Adomin Anashim, and then Kalvachomer to a short time comes by the Sharnaki tells me a short time is Pater, but a Sharmuad would be Chayiv, just like you're trying to tell me that it's going to be Chayiv. In Dmei Vlados, I can tell you it should be Chayiv in Boshes for the same reason. V'chitei Malchinami, and if you're going to say, yeah, you know, Chinami, it is Chayiv in Boshes for the same reason. Iachi listni balashvanaki, Rabbi Yosei Glili Yomer patumid Dmei Vlados umi Boshes. Rabbi Yosei Glili should have said that that uh, the, from balashvanaki we're learning that a short time is pater not just from Dmei Vlados but from Boshes as well. Now the way Tosos understands this havamin uh, in the Gemara, this kasha of the Gemara, is that it's only from Boshes. So from Pasukah Nashim, we would we, we would exclude Shvarim specifically from Boshes. But Tsar, Ripoy, Sheves, the Gemara is not asking on because the fact that Shvarim are part from Tsar, Ripoy, Sheves is not derived from this Pasuk, it's derived from other Pesukim that the Gemara already had in Daflam and Gimel, that uh, from the Korintah Lecham we learn from the Pasuk, the Ishki Yitin Mumba Amiso, that an Ish is Chayim B'Tsar, but not a Shvarim. From the Pasuk, Ben Yigach, Obas Yikach, Kamishpat Hazeh, Ya Aselo. We learn Hazeh to exclude a Shvar that's part from Ripoy and Sheves. And according to Rabbi we learn Ripo Shavas from the Pasuk Vishkiitain that is coming to Maida Shorus Pat from Tsar Ripo Shavas. That is the Shita of Tosa. So when we say Boshas, we mean specifically Boshas. However, the Raivid and the Rashba understand that the Kash of the Gemara is from Tsar, Ripoy, and Shavas as well. Because over there it also says anashim, and therefore we could have said a very similar drasha anashim v'lo shvarim adomin anashim and not shvarim that a muad kalvachomer not a short time and then comes v'alashar naki and tells me that a short time is chayiv and therefore that that a short time is potter and therefore that a short muad by definition is going to be chayiv so maybe it's not only about boshes that is the machlokas in the rishonim be that as it may those are two explanations of how we're going to justify Rabbi Yosei Glili against be a Kiva's question. Third possibility, Yeah, when the Pasuk says that when that if this happens when men fight, they have to pay for the Mevados, that's when we say that if the woman doesn't die, they have to pay for the Mevados, but that if the woman does die, they don't pay for the for the Mevados because of Kamlebidrabine. That halacha doesn't apply to shvarim. Velo shvarim dafagav di yesh ason yeyanshu, as opposed to a shar, where even if the woman does die, the shar is going to end up getting killed. So hadukas rachmana balashar naki depater. That's why I need balashar naki to tell me that you don't have to pay for the demei vlados when the shar is a shar tam. Why would what a shor does have a, depend at all on whether the woman dies? It should depend on purely on the kavan of the shor if it's trying uh, if it's trying to kill. Even if the woman uh, does get killed, of course the shor is going to uh, is is going to suffer the consequences. There is no onish for a shor where you're going to say like a kamle bidrabmine type of deal. So says Gemara Ella Amravad Bar Ava a fourth possibility. When men try to fight with each other and they're going after each other, even though the woman dies, they're still going to um, to get punished. 
I mean, they're still going to have to pay. But when they're, 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 they're having kavana to kill the woman, then they're not going to be punished with, with, with monetary payments if the woman dies. That's what does not apply to Ushar. Below Shvarim, as opposed to Ushar, even if they're trying to kill the woman and the Shar does kill the woman, still they're going to have to pay for the Dmei Vlados. That's why the Pasuk has to say, Balashar Naki, Dipitiri, that Balashar Naki teaches us that the Shar time is Pater. Brought a brisa that supports Ravada Barava. Ravada Barava's approach to defend Rabbi Yosei from Rabbi Akiva's from Rabbi Akiva's challenge. There is a long piece over here in Maritzchayis about people coming midroma, about people coming from the south. What was going on in the south that you need people to come from the south to explain things? So he says a lot of times in Shas you find the Indian of droma. We need to explain it. So he says he yodua dehein b'meshach b'yasheni dehein achar achurban haysatorim metsuya be'eretz hatzvi b'yerushalayim b'lishchas hagazes that during the period of um, of Bayesheni and right afterwards the, the Shechina and the, the Torah was most commonly found in Yerushalayim. That's where the strongest Torah learning came from. And then in Yavna, uh, the, because that's where the Shushulta, the Hillel, and Amgamil Azakin moved, that they're, they're descendants who were the bearers of Torah knowledge. And only afterwards, when Rav went to, uh, to Bavel, that's where a lot of yeshivas developed in Bavel. And and Bavel became the center uh, focal point of Talmud Torah from the times of uh, Rav going to Bavel until the times of the Gaonim, till the end of the times of the Gaonim. He says, you know, the Gemara says in Pesachim Dafayinim Beis, Yudoi ben Durtoi pirish menacham v'yashav lo bedarom. That Yudoi ben Durtoi went to move to the south. Why? Because he held Chagigas docha Shabbos. So the Gemara says, V'adnan taimu deprushim nekrim enigmar, pirish rashi, ha-porshim menachachamim. Rabbi Yudazek, kavasham yeshiva gedola lilmur ha-talmidim, v'yusnu ma'od etzal ha-chachamim. That he set up yeshiva to teach talmidim, and the we're not happy with it. And he quotes a, a, a Yerushalmi in, in the fifth parak of uh, Mesechus Pesachim that Rabbi Simla Yassel committed Rabbi Yudah Alpha Nagada. Amalei Mesoros Biyadi Shein Moser Magada Lola Bavliim V'Lola Dromim Mivnei Shein Gase Aruach Muate Atora that they didn't want to teach Agadita to these people. They said you're a bunch of Balei Gaiva. We don't teach. So Nizkar Kiyotzer Bezal Lud Kiluda Yaberetz Yudah Dorim Liyushlaim and they used to say the same people the same about people who lived in Lud and the Yerushalmi in the beginning of says ein belud. Why? Because they're gase aruach Torah. They don't have a lot of Torah, and they're a bunch of bali gaiva. And the uh, Rabbi Simlai and it's, the Gemara says uh, even though they hated these these dromim in the chachmei bavel didn't and the chachmei Yitzchol didn't like these people. Nevertheless, that which they brought from the Durham that, that that was good and that was valid, they accepted from them. And that's the, the, the that, that's the the chiddush of the fact that the person came from Durham. I mean, you might think, okay, it's just them stating a fact. The guy came from the Durham and he has a bracelet that supports this. Says Maritz no, no. 
even though he came from the Dorum, and we hate those people, they're Gasei Aruach, but still, he has a Brisa that supports Ravada Barava, we're going to mention it, and we're going to accept the Brisa that supports Ravada Barava. Fascinating exposition by the, uh, the Maritz Chais. Now says Gemara, a fourth Brisa that Darshan's Bala Sharnaki. Tanya Idach, Bala Sharnaki, and this time the author of the Brisa is Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva has been causing Tsaras for Rabbi Eliezer's Brisa, and for Rabbi Yosei Aglili's Brisa, he's attacking everybody. So what do you have to say for yourself, Rabbi Akiva? How do you Darshan? So eved that uh, the if the shor kills an eved the owner of the shor does not have to pay for the dmei eved. So but shouldn't remember those kashas Rabbi Kiva asked on Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yosei Shouldn't he be able to ask that same question on himself? Remember what was the kasha he asked on Rabbi Eliezer? Rabbi Eliezer had said that Balashonaki teaches us that he doesn't have to pay chazi kofar. So Rabbi Kiva says of course he doesn't have to pay chazi kofar. The whole payment would only be Gufo anyway, and he's not worth anything because he killed someone. So he's chayiv skila. So the shor is already dead; is worth zero. Shouldn't Rabbi Kiva ask that same kasha himself? If the shor killed an eved, so you, you, what? You're gonna have a havamina that has to pay for the demei eved. You only have to pay that, that demei eved migufei, and the the shor is already chayiv skila. So the shor is worthless. Why, Rabbi Kiva? Why don't you ask that on yourself? No, the case where we keep us talking about is they didn't stone the uh, the, the, the shore. The Bailam came and shechted it before the basin had a chance to stone it. So I might think you could pay from from its value, the value of its meat, which is now kosher because it's been shechted. That's the Chiddush of Bala Sharnaki. That since it was Chay of Misa, even though you happen to have gone and shechted it, nevertheless, you don't get paid from it. If Rabbi Kiva is so easily able to answer his challenge on himself, shouldn't that also answer his challenge on Rabbi Lazar? He says, what's the Havamina that he's going to pay Chatzi Kofer? The shore is dead anyway. Well, why couldn't Rabbi Kiva think of that same answer to defend Rabbi Eliezer? That the case is that the owner went and shechted it before it ever got stoned. So Rabbi Kiva was trying to push Rabbi Eliezer. He had an answer for his kasha on Rabbi Lazar, but he wanted to see if Rabbi Lazar had a better answer. So he was pushing to see if Rabbi Lazar had a better answer. That would better probably defend his own sheet also. So he knew the one answer that he had to defend his sheet. He wanted better. Benemele, he was hoping that he can get him to say it. Okay, so that explains why Rabbi Akiva issued the challenge even though he knew the answer. It doesn't explain why Rabbi Eliezer never gave this answer. Why didn't Rabbi Eliezer just defend himself and say this exact answer? That the case is that the Bailim, uh, that the Bailim went and shechted the animal uh, before they, the basin had a chance to kill it. Now the case is that the animal wanted to kill a behemah and kill the person where the shor is actually not chayv skill at all. The salka daitachamina and the chayv is where there's a havamina that uh, they be chayv. That's why I need a pasuk to tell me that no, you don't have to pay the kofar, even though really you should have had to pay money because the shor is not getting skila. But over here, where the uh, from the very outset the the shor is a bar katalas chayv misa lotsarukra. You don't need a pasuk, even if the 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 owner shechted it. 
Meaning, what Rabbi Eliezer would say is, Rabbi Akiva, I see your answer, that the case is that the owner shechted it. Guess what? I don't think it works for your drasha, that the owner shechted it. Because in your case, the shard definitely killed a person. It killed an Eved. So if it definitely killed an Eved, it's Chayiv Skila. So there is no shechting it and getting around the Chayiv Skila and therefore having to pay. It's Chayiv Skila that already takes care of any potential payment, that there's not going to have to be a Shloshim Shalavet. But in my case, he says, where it was a Kofar issue, the animal, the, and it was trying to kill a, a human, I was trying to kill a behemoth rather, and accidentally killed a human, where it wasn't even Chayiv Skila. It wasn't that we, we uh, the owner shechted it to get around the Skila. It wasn't even Chayiv Skila, and the owner shechted it. So then, uh, I, have a, I have a legitimate point where, uh, where, 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 uh, where, where there's a Havamina, that it would have to pay Chatzik Kofar, and that's why we need Balash Hanaki. Doesn't Rabbi Kiva realize that difference? How did Rabbi Kiva not know this? Elam Ravasi, that I heard the explanation of this from Rabbi Chanina's fellows. I might have thought that since Rabbi Kiva holds that even a Tam who's, who, who attacks a person, Pays b'moser nezek shalem. So mishdalim nami d'mei eved mei aliyah. So I might think you should have to pay the d'mei eved min aliyah as well, even though it's only a time and normally a time does not pay min aliyah. Normally a time pays me gufo. So that's why I would have thought that he has to pay the shloshim shaleved, even though the attacking animal is worthless because he's chayv skil. Because Rachman balashornaki. That's why we have balashornaki to tell me that he does not have to pay. Uh, just even though there's avamini that have to pay min aliyah. So uh, that's why balashornaki. To tell me that he does that he does not have to pay. So says Gemara. Amalei Rabbi Zeri Ravasi. Rabbi Zeri says Ravasi. But Rabbi Kiva Rabbi Kiva already changed his mind, meaning he already narrowed his din by saying that uh, that, that he pays Nezek Shalim. The Tanya, because we learned in the Brisa, Rabbi Kiva Omer. After he said that a tam that damages a human being pays Nezek Shalim, Rabbi Kiva backtracked on that a little bit and he said. You might think that it's Mishalim Min Aliyah, Tamal Omar, Kamishpat That's why the Pasuk says, Kamishpat which means, which implies that the Chiv that the Machayim the Shar and damaging a person is Ye Asalo on the Shar alone, meaning, it's on him, it's on the Shar and only the Shar, meaning that there is no Tashlumin Min Aliyah. So you see, even according to Rikiva, there's no Tashlumin Min Aliyah, it's only Migufo. So, uh, so you could still. Ask the Kasha, have you the basin of Yishalim? Look, you can still ask the Kasha, bring the short to basin. You want me to pay from it? Megufo, bring the short to basin. Let's see what it's worth. And the answer is, it's going to be worth nothing. So you only get around that answer once you suggest that there's some sort of Tashlum and Minaliyah. So Rava's Miyashiv Rabbi Akiva differently. Ella Amarava Itzrich. We need the Pasuk Naki, the Pasuk of Balashur Naki to exclude and to tell me that a short is potter from Demei Eved because Salka Daitichamina I might have thought that since we're more machmir by a sharmur goring an eved than we are by a sharmur goring a ben chorin, in what sense? When a shar gores a ben chorin, whatever he's worth, that's what you're paying. But you don't you never pay more than what it's actually worth. Whereas the eved, when a shar gores an eved, that an eved, even if it's only worth a sell, you always 
have to pay shloshim. So that's a chumrah that you sometimes pay more than it was actually worth. So I might think we likewise are machmir that you should have to be mishtali min aliyah that you should have to pay more than its value. So that's why kasvachmana balashvarnaki. That's why the pasuk says balashvarnaki that no, there is no tashlum min aliyah over here. He's potter from paying the demei evet. Now the chora, the gemara setting it up as a chumrah is interesting because it's also a kula, meaning if the evet is worth a lot more than thirty, you also only only, only pay thirty. It's a davar katzuf. So, uh, so so so, so uh, if that's the case, it's uh, it's not just a chumrah. It's also it's also a kula. So Tosos Dibra Maschel the Eved makes this point. If it's worth a hundred, you also only pay shloshim. Nevertheless, since he gives it gives a set amount of shloshim, even though it's only worth a sella or more, that 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 set amount of shloshim is always going to apply. So the havamina is that it shouldn't matter what the shor is worth either. That just like it doesn't matter what the victim is worth, so it shouldn't matter what the shor is worth. And, you show, and even if the shor is worth zero because it's uh, it's it's stoned, so the shor is worth zero. Still, I would think to have to pay shloshim. But that havamina only exists when you're dealing with something that by its nature is a davar kitzvah, it's a set amount. But when there's no davar kitzvah, like by a mur, where you're just paying for whatever, or by rather killing a regular person, where you just pay whatever the person was worth, there's no havamina to say that it's a kitzvah, and even if it's uh, and even if it's if it's not worth anything, that you would still that you would still pay. Says the Gemara, the Gemara brings a brisa that uh, that 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 seems to uh, to side with Rava. Tanya Kavase the Rava, whoever brisa supports Rava. We find that Balashar Naki Rabbi Kivom and Naki Midmeyevet. That you're Naki Midmeyevet. Valadinu, and we can learn from a Memetzinu. Hol v'chayev be'evet v'chayev ben Chorin. Since you're chayev by Nevet to pay thirty shekel, and by Ben Chorin you have to pay kofar. Mak shechiv b'Ben Chorin chalakta b'mintam lemuad. Af kshechiv b'Ben Nachlot b'mintam lemuad. Just like when a shor damages or kills a Ben Chorin, we distinguish between a shor tam and a shor muad. So too, when it's mechayev be'evet, we should also distinguish that the tam should be from the Shloshim Shalav in the Mordu Rechayim. Va'od, and not only do we have a Memetzinu, Kavachomer, Oma Ben Chorin Shinosin Kol Shavyo, just like when it kills a Ben Chorin, you have to pay the full value, Chilak, the Bobain Tam Lemuad, and we potted the Tam from Kofer, Evid She'enu Nosin Ela Shloshim, an Evid where no matter how much the Evid is worth, you're only going to pay Shloshim, Eno Din Shadach, the Bobain Tam Lemuad. So all the more so, we should distinguish between Tam and Muad and say that a Tam is potter from Shloshim Shalav. So Rikiva says, "Lo, can't darshan from memetzinu or kavachomer because machmireni bevid yosin ben chorin because nevid is more chamur than a ben chorin as we just pointed out. She ben chorin yafasel and nosin shalosh shloshim nosin shloshim the evid yafasel and nosin shloshim and the evid no matter how much he's worth you're always gonna have to pay shloshim which very often will be more than his worth. So yachol yechayiv I might have thought that even if it's a short time that kills nevid he should be chayiv in shloshim shalavid tamlom balashonaki naki midmei evid that's what balashonaki tells me that you're not." So you see that that was uh, that Brisa said exactly like Rava that the Avamina is that the shor, that that when it kills an Eved it should be more chamur because you see that an Eved is more chamur. So now the Gemara talks about a Shormur kills a woman. Tanrabanan vehemis ish o isha. Pasuk says kills an ish or an isha. Amir Rabbi Kiva v'chima bazel lamdenu. What exactly is the pasuk teaching us by telling me that it kills a man or a woman? If it's to tell me that. It 
the shor gets skila and has to pay kofar for goring a woman. Ish o s isha. I already have another pasuk to teach me that the the uh, the pasuk right before it that already said that. Elo lahakish isha leish. Rather, it's coming to make a hakish between a woman and a man as follows. Ma ish nizak of liyarshav. Just like the payments go to the yarshim of the man, af isha nizkel liyarsheha. So to the woman, the payments will go to her yarshim and not to her husband. Says Marav Sefer Rabbi Kiva liyaris lebal. Is that true? Rabbi Kiva holds that the bal is not yoresh. His wife in Torah, and therefore the other Yorshim receive the payments. Vatanya, we learned in Abraisa that it says in the Parsha of uh, Inheritance, Viyarash Osa, Mikan Shabal Yorisha, Sishto de Rabbi Kiva. The Rabbi Kiva himself is one that says that the husband does Yorsh in his wife. So, how can you say that, we, that we're dashing over here that the other Yorshim get it? So, Rishlakish explains Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva, when he says the Baal does not Yorsh in his wife, he's talking about a Kofar payment. And the reason kofar payment is different is since a kofar payment will only get paid if the victim died. So during the woman's lifetime, she was never is never considered muxuk. She's never considered to be in possession of that money. And halacha is that a husband is not entitled to that which is only ra'ui, that which she has coming to her, but that she doesn't have yet. My time. How do I know that uh, that he's not mechayv kofar till after? After the death, because I'm a krav, the ish o isha hashar yisakel v'gamal you must im kofar yushas love. You see clearly the chiv kofar is only after we kill the shar. Skill the shar is obviously only after the victim dies. So frankly, we are benizak l'omer avikiva by other damages where the chiv is uh, is already there when the woman's alive. Does Rabbi Kiva not say that the husband uh, doesn't get that Yerusha either? And uh, Rabbi Kiva says he doesn't get that Yerusha either. Vatani, we have a brisa. A person strikes a woman and she loses the babies. No say nezek tsar liisha You give the nezek and the tsar to the woman and the dmei vlados that you pay to the husband. Ain abal if the husband dies after you had struck the woman. No say liyarshav. You give the money to his yarshim. Ain ha'isha, if the woman had died before you had paid, no sin li You give to her yarshim, but the key over here is not to the Baal. Even though this isn't a kofar payment, this is something that was already muchzak while she was alive. Haisa shivcha v'nishtachra, if she was a shivcha and she was freed, after, and after she was freed, she became pregnant from an evad meshukhrar, o giyores, or she's a giyores who's married to a ger, and they both die, Zacha. The Mazik gets to keep it, he doesn't have to pay anything. Not Nezik, not Sar, not the Dmei Vlados. Since they don't have any Yorshim, so it's like it's Hefker and Kalakodim Zacha. So he was the one that has the money, so he's the one that's Zacha. So uh, Rabbi and Rav Nachman are Miyashev the Brysa. Amar Rabbi Begrusha. That the Brysa is talking about that after the Chavala, the man had divorced his wife. And that's why if she dies, the husband is not going to yarsh in the Nezik and the Tsar. But if they're actually still married when she dies, the husband does get the Tsar. And Rav Nachman says that the case is by a Grusha. So Rabbi Kiva Enochinami will really hold that the husband does get the Yerusha, but only when it's Muchzak, and only if he's still the husband, if he's still married to her. But if it's only Ra'wi, something that she's going to have coming to her afterwards, like Kofar, which is only coming to her after she dies, 
or or if even if it was muksak, but they're no longer married, the husband is divorced, then it goes liyarsheha, and that's how we justify the sheet of Rabbi Kiva. Bezusham will pick up from there tomorrow. We'll pick up with the Amri tomorrow.